Steve, so here we are, season two. Season two of the podcast, Married with Picks. We're excited to come back for another season upon popular request. Um, Basically, this is our first podcast of 2021, and this show is going to focus on fantasy football 2021. We're going to give you picks. Um, players we like, we'll discuss some players that we don't like. We'll go through this by position, um, just to kind of give you a layout and we're going to go through the rankings and call out people that we like. So we're not going to talk about everybody in the league. Um, really, we think we're getting towards crunch time. This is Saturday, the what? 28th. Um, so some drafts are coming up. You're probably just going to want some quick, uh, options. If you're looking to study for your draft and haven't really paid too much attention, that's really what we're trying to do is help you with your draft and give you some quick uh, players to think about. Good job. I have to admit, anything I'm, you like that? No, I'm just I'm very like uncomfortable because there's because we changed the whole setup. Okay, all right. They don't care about that. They just want the picks. I know. That's <laughs> right. nice. I mean, we got the layout here. A little bit of an improvement. The backdrop. Yeah, I like it. I know, but like I'm sitting in a different spot. It just feels off. Uh, I have to get used you'll to get it. All right. So let's start with quarterback. Go ahead, Steve. Quarterbacks, how do you want to do this? I mean, you just want to throw out some some players that we like. I mean, I'm, we're both looking at the same list. It's basically the ESPN um, average draft position list. Standard scoring. Standard, yeah. I mean, basically, I don't want to sit here and talk about like Patrick Mahomes, right? You love him. Everybody loves him. <laughs> well, let me ask Side you this. Where you want to go. Who would you think was the number one quarterback in uh, fantasy points last season? Um, I would guess Josh Allen. Is that a guess? Yeah. Or did you look it up? No, I'm guessing. Okay. Well, I'm, you're right. That's I'm intuitive because I pay attention. Well, Josh Allen had an awesome season last year. I mean, he put a lot of points up. So, I mean, that's a guy like Josh Allen's ranked number two. Patrick Holmes number one. You'd be great to have him. It's whether you want to spend the draft capital early in the draft and neglect other uh, you know, running backs and receivers to, to get quarterbacks. You're going to have to spend a second round minimum. On Josh uh, Allen? On Josh Allen and Patrick Holmes, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I've had Josh Allen the last two seasons. I love Josh Allen, but I don't want to pay for Josh Allen. <laughs> That's the strategy, right? So somebody will. I promise well, you that. Especially why. if you're heavy on rushing um, points, you know, touch, rushing touchdowns for quarterbacks, rushing yards. Josh Allen is going to, uh, you know, I think, I think you'll see him as he gets older in his career, right? Try to become more of a pocket passer. But he's still young. He's still running around. So yeah, I don't think he ran nearly as much last year as he nah. did the year prior. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So top three on the list, you have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, which I was kind of surprised. Um, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott. Okay. So out of those six guys, let's take Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen out of the picture. No brainers. Who do you like the most out of Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott? Well, I'd probably have to take Rodgers. All right, he's cut. But so, again, my I don't want to pay for a quarterback. Like right. I want to get a quarterback late. 
Well, Rodgers is a tough one, right? Because I, th- I think everybody likes Rodgers. But how does this? How do you read this situation that happened in Green Bay over the season? You know, we'll talk a little bit about it's the first time we're coming at you since the off season. So some little th- big things have happened in the off season, right? And we'll we'll allude to those. But Aaron Rodgers got stiffed on the contract, and finally they they signed him. Looks like he was going to demand a trade out. So he didn't like how uh, the front office was handling the decision making and not incorporating him into it. Um, so it looked like he was on his way out of Green Bay demanding a trade. Now. Reality is he's got a new contract. Does he still feel scorned? The thing I love Aaron Rodgers, but the thing that I worry about is he just came off MVP season. And how many times do you run back to back MVP season? So, I mean, he's going to put up points, but like you, I don't, I'm going to risk um, high draft capital on a quarterback. I don't think it'll be Aaron Rodgers this year. I put Lamar Jackson. I'm not really high on Lamar Jackson. He's great. Yeah. But I worry about his, you know, he's kind of took a little bit of a step back last year. Would you agree? Yeah, well, he missed some games too, right? And 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 he's starting to get dinged up. So you know, as this guy is a major uh, runner and takes a lot of hits, as his career progresses, he's going to be banged up, and you expect him to miss more games. So I would tell you that uh, you know, Kyler Murray's a guy that's only been in the season for two years, and I'm really high on him. So I don't know if you want to talk about him, but I would no. I would consider you know out of those four, I like Kyler Murray. You got to look at his progression. In 2019, he had 20 touchdowns, um, four rushing touchdowns. But Last you- year, he had 26 touchdowns and 11 rushing touchdowns. So seven more rushing touchdowns, six more throwing touchdowns. That's 13 total more touchdowns. And you see that progression continue um, if you want to add anything. But I, you know, I just want to talk about what he's surrounded with in Arizona. But are you going to spend like a second or third round pick on him? Uh, possibly a third rounder. You know, I don't yeah. like spending that, that high, but, you know, I was in a draft on Friday and the quarterbacks after Mahomes and Allen started to slip a little bit. So we're talking like fourth round. I would definitely, that's the guy who I would look at in that tier. Um, you got James Conner coming over from Pittsburgh, who's going to run the ball. And they still have Chase Edmonds, right? Who looks like he was coming into his own at times last year. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins at receiver. I really want to point out AJ Green. Um, who is a receiver that Do you, you might really want to look point at. out AJ Green? Well, uh, he might be a guy you want to take a flyer on really late. And <laughs> there's a potential there that AJ Green could come back. You get out of Cincinnati. Uh, we all know how Cincinnati is, is not the, the best team to play for. Um, so you take a little risk. Maybe you're looking to flyer somebody. AJ Green uh, is somebody who has the talent. Is he too old? Who knows? But my point is you have him, right? You have DeAndre Hopkins. The really reports are really high on the second receiver. Uh, Rondell Moore, who was the second round draft pick last year. What are you doing that you're making that noise? Um, I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's my phone. All right. So I'll move Let's that. Talk. But um, I was saying uh, Rondell Moore is a second rounder from two years ago, two drafts ago out of Purdue, who they're really high on. So I think Kyler Murray continues to progress, and that's the guy I'd look at. Okay. Well, I don't want to spend um, money. And the only – uh, league that I'm in is an auction. So I'm going to kind of talk in that language. All a right, little so let's more just look down the list. The next rounds. quarterbacks are but Russell I, Wilson, Bear, and Brady. Are they too soon to pick? Would you even look at those guys? Any of those guys? What's the guy's name? <laughs> Justin Bear. <laughs> it's Herbert. Yeah, it's always will be And Hebert. I was going to give you props guy. for getting James Conner, right? Because he's usually John Conner. And then you go and pull that. Um, Listen, I wrote James Conner down in big letters to make sure I didn't make that mistake. Um, but so, Justin no. A. Bear will always be any guy that's forty years old. Watch football. We'll call him A. Bear because of Bobby A. Bear from the Saints. 
I don't know what to make with Herbert because he did have a great season last year. Can he repeat that? They've got a new coach in there. Um, so I think he has potential, but I'm not going to take the chance on him. I worry about the sophomore slump, but because they have a new coach, I feel like the coaching situation well, yeah. last I mean, year was horrible for the Chargers. So the fact that he was able to produce those numbers, I would take a risk on I would look at him. I'm not saying definitely, but I mean, I love, I do like him. He's got Jared Cook coming over at tight end. He looked like he was cooked, frankly, in New Orleans. And um, he's looking to get it going in Los Angeles. But I love Eckler. I mean, I think he's a great uh, pass receiving running back who um, we'll talk when we get to running backs. I really love Eckler. But I think he's surrounded by enough talent that he could he could have uh, a good season in the sophomore campaign. What do you think about Tom Brady behind him? You no, I'm not him? interested in Tom Brady. I'll tell you who I am interested in. I don't worry about in. him breaking. <laughs> I don't worry about Tom Brady breaking. But I'll tell you who I am interested in is Matt Stafford with uh, the LA Rams. Talk to me because I'm hot. And I wanted to, I had to beat you to that one. Mm. Take it. Um, well, I just think he's, it's set up perfectly. Um, I agree. Sean McVay finally got the quarterback that he wants. He doesn't have to hide Jared Goff. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, so. Uh, I don't know how much he's going to go for, but um, I'm definitely interested in Matt Stafford. Um, and uh, so let's talk about that for a second, because that's like the other big news that happened in the offseason. Right. Detroit and the Rams got together and they traded quarterbacks and the Rams gave a heck of a lot more back to Detroit in the form of, of draft picks to be able to get Matthew Stafford back over. So first of all, I just want to say I am completely impressed. I've hate, hated Sean McVay. I don't know really why, but I know I hated Jared Goff. And the fact that they could put all their eggs in the basket, progress. And, and Jared Goff has progressed to the point where, you know, you could continue to run with him for 12 years at the Rams. But I hate him. I don't think that he's like that good. So it's for them to be able to just cut ties with him and bring Stafford in, it makes me excited excited about McVay, who has been touted as one of the coaches of the year. Well, I mean, you know, this, is, one coach of the year this is definitely going to make or break him. Yeah. Because now he's got everything he needs. So can he do it is the question. But I see like, you know, they made a late trade for Sony Michelle coming in from the Patriots. So you have him and Daryl Henderson. So Henderson kind of, in my mind, gets pushed to the back burner a little bit. Well, apparently, I guess part of the reason was because he hurt his thumb or something at practice. So Henderson? I guess they were kind of panicking. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sony Michelle's a good result of the panic. I mean, I like him in this offense. He's, you know, I think he's a good open field runner. You got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods that he's throwing to and uh, Van Jefferson. What about Deshaun Jackson? Well, Van Jefferson's listed as a number three, right? He's a second rounder from last year and he looks really good. But Deshaun Jackson, I think they're going to be, you know, you can't keep if Deshaun Jackson is healthy. We yeah, saw him in Philadelphia last year, the one game that he played, he got behind the Cowboys secondary. You know, it's just, is his hamstring going to hold up? So if he's on the field, look out. I mean, I love Matthew Stafford with all these weapons and McVeigh's, you know, artistic ability to play, to call plays and, and, Design like Sean McVay has never really had a, a good quarterback because yeah. he came from Washington where it was Kurt Cousins, who maybe a step above Goff, but kind of very similar. Um, yeah, let's be clear like, people suck in Detroit. Like, Detroit sucks, it's a, it's a bad franchise, they've sucked forever. You look at their best players, Barry Sanders of all time, you know, Barry Sanders and Megatron never went into the playoffs. 
they didn't they weren't afforded the ability to get escape Detroit and show what they could do outside of that loser franchise. And now Matthew Stafford gets the ability to not suffer his whole career in Detroit, get out of there. How excited does he have to be? I mean, I'm just excited all around about Matthew Stafford. This is like the number one quarterback in my mind. I'm not saying he's like ranked number one above Mahomes, but if you are of the mindset you don't want to spend too high of a draft pick on a quarterback, I would start to look at Matthew Stafford. And I'm telling you, this is the guy that I would overspend on. Like, I, I don't know that you have to, but in my mind, you have to read what how the quarterbacks are going in the draft. If there's a run on quarterback, say the third round, then if you're in that position, you got to jump and get Matthew Stafford because he's going to have an MVP type caliber year. If he can stay healthy, he's going to put up the stats. And that defense is unbelievable. So he's he's going to be working some short fields. Um, all right. So we've probably stayed on quarterback a little bit longer than we should have. Um, so, well, let's let's talk about what do you think? Apparently. And I don't know that. Um, so he's the, ranked number 11, right? Stafford, on my list, okay. on our list. So, well, so I wanted to ask you about Jameis because apparently he's been named the starter, even though the coach who Sean, his last name is escaping me. Um, Sean Payton. Payton right. um, hasn't officially named him, but I guess Adam Schefter reported the other day that he is going to be the week one starter. All right. I'm going to sell you on Jameis Winston in, uh, let's say, a quick one minute sell on Jameis Winston. Um, Sean Payton took Kerry Collins uh, from Carolina into the New York Giants and and reclamated his career. And they were very successful. Kerry Collins, you know, had a run on NFC East lead and great playoff runs. Uh, He has shown that he can take a quarterback that seems to be done in his career and make it a reclamation project and be successful with it. I see this happening with Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston will be very successful because he didn't have anybody really, I don't believe helping him from the quarterback position when he was in Tampa Bay, like Sean Payton will because Sean Payton is but a quarterback. Really? Because he was the guy well, that wanted Taysom Hill. Well, the problem with Jameis Winston, right. When he's Tampa Bay is he turns, he's a turnover machine, right? When right. he gets in those, like I got to save the world moment. Like he did in Florida state and it was always successful. You can't always do that in the NFL. You can't be too risky. Well, he might so, not have to. Well, he's still, you're not gonna be able to take that completely away from him, but I think Sean Payton can influence him enough that he can cut down on the turnovers and, you said it right there. I don't think there's much of a competition. I mean, Taysom Hill will get in there on the third downs, you know, maybe but, do some trick plays. And when Winston gets in that turnover, you know, machine mode, they'll probably replace him, but he'll go right back in the next week because he's got a hell of an arm. He's shown it in the preseason that he can hit guys and put the ball still on a dime um, in the corner of the end zone on guys' hips. So I really like, I'm encouraged with Jameis Winston, and it's more so because of the influence of Sean Payton and Remember, you'll have Michael Thomas coming back in October. So if he can hang on and look reputable, when he gets Michael Thomas back, he's going to be that much better. Oh, I don't know that he needs Michael Thomas, but no, I would worry. I would worry about Taysom Hill because I don't believe that Jameis Winston is the quarterback that uh, Sean Payton wants in there. And let's be clear: I, think I don't Jameis think he Winston can deny like the fact that he pick. has to. You, know, you can wait late on Jameis Winston. He's a great quarterback to kind of if you get a guy early, neglect it the rest of the way, and get Jameis Winston on the back end because. I don't think anybody is really going to be on many people's radar, especially since he just well, won the job. I don't think so. I mean, a few quarterbacks stand out in it's my mind sleeper. as quarterbacks that might not be the greatest quarterback in the game, but they're awesome fantasy quarterbacks. Well, what, and, would you put Ryan Fitzpatrick in? And that? he's another one, yeah, for sure. He's got a lot I of like weapons. Ryan Fitzpatrick a lot this year. 
Yeah, well, he's in Washington, right? He's moved from uh, the Miami Dolphins to the Washington Redskins, who uh, he's replacing Alex Smith. So you look at a guy like Terry McLaren that had over 1,000 yards last year. What's he going to do with somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is not a check down Charlie? He's not going to just throw the ball to the running back and look at the tight end like, you know, Alex did. Alex Smith, that's pretty well, much Well, you're talking Alex does. Smith, but Alex Smith was only the starting quarterback for a few handful of games. Yeah, well, I mean, who was the other guy? DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. No. Um, Hoskins. Hoskins. He's, ha- yeah, Dwayne Hoskins. Hoskins. He's and then the Kyle kid. Yeah, not good. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick's much better. He can be inconsistent at times, but his good is really good. But is he kind of solidified into the starting quarterback role? Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I believe so. And he's got good coaching staff there. I mean, those are two guys that are ranked 22 and 23. They're back end quarterbacks. You can wait until the very end and pick a guy up. Make sure he's not your starter, you know. But you could uh, generate some trade activity later or, you know, these guys might become your starters uh, with the way they have the potential to play. Um, One other guy I want to throw out there, he's ranked number 12th on the quarterback list that I have is Jalen Hurts. I think uh, uh, I got to say he's definitely couldn't escape that. He's going to have a lot of time to throw. The offensive line is back and they're going to be unbelievable. And there doesn't even include Landon Dickinson, the second round pick from Alabama, who could start on probably anybody's team. Um, so once he gets in there, they're going to be even more dominant, but I think that he has a lot of weapons, um, a lot of young receivers and they've struggled in the receiver position in Philly for a while, but the head coach is pedigree is receivers. He, he's mainly a receivers coach in the past. Uh, so he's put a lot of attention on those guys. And I think for being such a young unit, expect a lot out of these guys, especially led by Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner from Alabama. That's all I'll say. Let me ask Other you this. this. Devontae and Jalen, 2021. If you draft Jalen Hurts, are you putting him in your lineup week one? It depends on the situation, you know? No, no I that's think you can question. get Jalen Hurts really late. So. so let's say you get him really late. Week one, when you set your lineup, is he your starting quarterback? It depends who my other options are. Let's say you have him and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm starting Jalen Hurts. Okay. Absolutely. Especially against Atlanta. Whose defense hasn't gotten that much better, so you figure anybody starting at El Salina should put up some good stats. But I would definitely start Jalen Hurts. Okay. All right, let's move on to running back. He's going to get running points, too. Okay. Anybody else you want to talk about? Deshaun Watson? His trade I, rumors? I don't even know what to do with him. I mean, his trade rumors on Deshaun Watson t- as early as today. The team that looked like in the media that they were talking about. Was I don't Miami. know. I feel like a lot of the stuff, like the media just needs something to talk about over the summer. Um, I don't know how you can take a risk on this guy with what they're asking for when you don't even know if the guy's going to be suspended, be able to play this year. You don't get three first round draft picks off for a guy who's not going to be able to play in this whole year. Well, I mean, he can right now, but they're not even using him in Houston. Yeah. Carson I, Wentz also out there. Carson 31. Wentz. Have any feelings on him? If he can stay healthy. I mean, listen, the only thing I'll say about Carson Wentz is he can't stay healthy. But if he is healthy, he's going into a system that he's very successful in in 2017 under Frank Reich. I'm not going to spend a lot of time saying that. He's got potential. He does nothing for me. All right. You want to go to running back? Yes. All right. How long are we in? Do you have a timer? Too long. 20 minutes. Um, Quarterback's an important position. All right. So. You can't screw quarterback up or you won't win. Okay. Um. Top of the list of running backs is Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry. Any thoughts? I mean, Christian McCaffrey is a stud. You got to hope that he just comes back healthy and he's the best one. So 
if you get the first pick of the draft or somebody stupid in your draft and you have number two and they pass on Christian McCaffrey, you take him. I worry about Dalvin Cook being a number two pick. Why? Um, his his MO has always been he's he's been injured. He wasn't that injured last year. He was fairly healthy. Um, yeah. So I look at this as the stock market, especially when guys have that reputation. He was healthy all last year. Watch out this year for injury. Kamara, mm-hmm. the opposite. He was injured a lot last year. I think if you can get, uh, they had no move. They had nobody throwing the ball. Drew Brees was cooked last year. So if you can get Jameis Winston to spread the field out a little bit, he does have a big arm. It should create more running lanes for Alvin Kamara. Yeah. When I see, I was worried about Alvin Kamara when I thought it was going to be Taysom Hill because I thought they have no receivers. Michael Thomas is out. What do you do? You just cover Kamara. But if it is Jameis, that, that kind of takes that philosophy away. So I go Kamara and Henry over cook. Um, I know you like Henry. So go ahead. Well, I do like Henry. I mean, what's not to like about Derrick Henry? The only knock, I guess, on Derrick Henry is if you're in a a point per reception league or a half point PPR, then you're, you know, he doesn't catch a lot of passes. But here's the thing about Henry. um, He's going to have a lot more room with those receivers, right? He's got Julio. If Julio's healthy, Julio Jones, it's going to spread out the field, give more running lanes for uh, Derrick Henry to get through. So I worry that he's going to, he's going to have a bigger year. So who would you go Henry or Kamara? I would take Henry. Who would you go, Henry or McCaffrey? Well, I mean, I think you got to go probably McCaffrey. Yeah, you, like I said, you just got to go with McCaffrey, right? I mean, does anybody but like somebody like me pick Derrick Henry, like if you're first pick of the draft? Yeah, but these guys are all like, they're just going to ping, 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 ping right off the draft board. So let's go down some place, some places to try to help these guys out. Well, what do you Get think about like picks? Zeke, Jonathan Taylor? All right, so continuing down the list after Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, neither of us like him, right? Well, the the offensive line in New York is terrible. Yeah, you can't. He's coming back. Around. I just, I don't, I don't like much going on in New York. So, what do you think about Zeke? I mean, if you could get him later, if he drops, then I Saquon? think maybe you take a chance. Yeah, I think Saquon does bounce late in the first round, but he's not going to like he's drafted fifth here. I think that's early. I think you'll see other running backs go before him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like Zeke. I don't like Zeke since Mike McCarthy took over down there. Jonathan right, so Taylor. let's say you're in your draft, right? Uh-huh. Let's set this up from a draft perspective. One, two, three, four is automatic. McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Henry. Saquon Barkley's five skip, right? Now let's just do break it, break it into phases. The next tier is Ezekiel Elliott, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones from Green Bay, Nick Chubb, and let's leave it there. Who do you take? So if you're at five and you skip Saquon, who do you take between? Because I think the pressure would be to take Zeke. That's everybody's going to have him as high, but we all know that it might not be reality. So is there anybody between Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, you would take in front of Zeke? I would take Aaron Jones or Nick Chubb over Zeke. But not Jonathan Taylor. No, I worry about him being in a timeshare there. So would you take Zeke before Taylor? You would take, so then you would say Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Jonathan or uh, Zeke Elliott, then Jonathan Taylor ninth. Yeah. All right. I would take, I would tell you, I would shoot. I like Jonathan Taylor. I'm not really worried about it. He had a hundred, uh, 1169 yards last year, rushing and 11 touchdowns. Yeah. But Marlon Mack, receiving, so. Marlon Mack was a starter last year. He got hurt. That opened the door for Taylor. You still have, huh. you have Mack still in the mix there. All right. Well, I don't want to talk too much about Jonathan Taylor. I do like him, but Nick Chubb's my guy. I think Nick Chubb, you got to look at because his progression is really good. In 2019, he had almost 300 rushes, 298. 
right? Compare that to 190 last year. So 100 less rushes last year. Two years ago, when he had 300 rushes, he had eight touchdowns. Last year, he had 12 touchdowns. And this guy's only getting better. I mean, he's had 100 less rushes, four more touchdowns. And he missed a couple games last year, too. So, you know, I know Hunt's there, but I like Cleveland to continue to progress. And regardless, they're going to run the ball. Their offensive line is good. So I love Nick Chubb there. I would bump Nick Chubb up. Okay. And what about the next group? Austin Eckler, uh, Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson, Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards, Helaire. All right. So a lot of guys are high on Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson. I'm really high on Eckler. Uh, as high on Eckler almost as Chubb. Chubb's number one for me. Eckler's number two. And I love Najee Harris. So I'll leave it there and see if you want to touch base on any of those guys. I worry about Austin Eckler because I don't know that he's he's a player that can handle like the workload of the number one guy. I mean, last year he went into that role and he got hurt. The year before he was kind of running behind Melvin Gordon and well, more of the pass catcher. So the year before he he played all 16 games last year, he's only he only played in 10 games. Yeah. Right. But his average uh, yards per carry went up from 4.2 yards to 4.6 yards. Yeah. I just um, don't see him playing a full season, to be honest. I love him. I love Austin Eckler. I think that with, again, we talk about the inept coaching situation. I think everybody in San Diego kind of gets in a better offensive situation this year because of the coaching. If he can stay healthy, I love how he's a dual threat, especially in your PPR leagues. He's going to get a lot of points for receptions. So that's why I put him up higher. Nick Chubb, not so many receptions, but Eckler, that's why I like him almost as equal because he'll get you those extra points in a PPR league, receiving yards. And he'll score some receiving touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Najee Harris, I'll just roll right into there. He's ranked number 11. So it's Austin Eckler, 10. Najee I mean, Harris, do we 11. know that he's the starter, though? Najee Harris? Yeah. Najee Harris is definitely starting. They drafted him in the first round to start. He's a 24th overall pick out of Alabama. Um, he has been proclaimed from everything that I've seen the starter. I don't think there's any competition back there because James Connors out in Arizona. Yeah, but right? he's not listed as number one on their depth chart. I would take Najee Harris very high in this draft. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out some, some numbers for you. And these aren't even stats, right? He has, he's a rookie. He hasn't even played yet. These aren't stats from rush from football. He's six foot two, 230 pounds, okay? 6'3", 247. Who is that? I would guess Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry out of Alabama, right? So right now, today, Derrick Henry, 6'3", 247. Coming out of college, Najee Harris is an inch smaller, okay? Uh, only 17 pounds lighter. And Derrick Henry is an absolute animal. We know how big and strong he is. So my only point is that Najee Harris is not that much smaller. And as he starts to, you know, the first couple of years in the league, he's going to put on weight because he's going to get bigger and stronger. So my major point is I like Najee Harris so much. I think he's very comparable to Derrick Henry. The best thing about him is that Pittsburgh likes to, if they have the back, that has the ability give go to a one back system, right? So you're not going to be pulling that guy out. He's going to get more carries. If he can be successful, they're going to keep pumping him the ball, just like they've done in their in in their whole history. So this is one of the few systems that the coach will allow the running back to just play all three downs. So they'll mix in a third down back at time, but I think he'll get a lot of snaps, especially if he's successful. Just keep pumping him the ball. Um, I know they have a little bit of offensive line issues in Pittsburgh, but I think this guy's so good that he can, uh, if Ben's throwing the ball, it'll open up enough space for him to go off this year. I like him big time. Okay. Um, 
We should throw out there that this this afternoon's preseason game in Baltimore, J.K. Dobbins looked like he hurt his knee pretty bad. They're doing, he's doing an MRI tomorrow, so we won't know. But J.K. Dobbins could be out for the season, depending on the results of the MRI. So, so I know, know you were high on him. I no, know I, I was am. not. Well, I'm don't high put on words him. in my mouth. Um, no, because I don't like any running back on a team where the quarterback is going to vulture the touchdowns, and that's probably the prime example right there. Well, it might be even more reason if he's out for the season not to draft him. So we'll um, know more tomorrow. One guy I do like at the spot that he's at is Chris Carson. I think he's kind of getting overlooked by a lot of people. What do you like about him? Well, he's in Seattle. They run the ball. I mean, he had a good year last year. I just think he's he's value all the way down this list there. The number one guy. So what's the running? Do you know what the running back situation is there? Because I, I know it's usually a crowded backfield. Well, the one one guy's gone. I can't think of his name. Oh, that one guy? Who, Marshawn Lynch? No. <laughs> um, I can't think of his name. Do you have the list? Well, you got uh, Rashard Perry. Penny. Penny, sorry. Yeah, but he was there. And then uh, DJ Gallus, it looks like. Yeah, so not much. It's very small font, my uh, depth chart. <laughs> I have a depth chart. So there's not much competition if you can stay healthy. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I know you're talking about Carlos Hyde, was it? I think he started the season and then they traded him midway through. Um, Carlos Hyde. Anyway, all right. Um, you skipped over Miles Sanders. You have any thoughts on that one? Um, I did, but as just trying to pay attention to some of the stuff that's in the media, I don't know if it's just overblown and the rest in this guy. Um, but it sounded like there was some concern about his ability to hold on to the ball. I know they have Boston Scott, um, who's played very strong. He's, He's small really side, small, but, though, um, isn't he? Yeah. But, you know, I do like him, but it depends on if he can stay healthy, if he can hold on to the ball. I love Miles Sanders. I think he's very fast and underrated. But I'm still – I'm worried that he's one of those guys. We're coming into, what, the third year now, that he's never really uh, going to put it together on the NFL level. This is a trying year for him. He really needs to step up and do something. They have uh, Gainwell, who they drafted. Gainwell is a guy out of Memphis who sat out 2020 college football season because of uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. So he didn't play a senior year. The The Eagles drafted him in the fifth round, and by all acclaim, he has had a very good training camp. So I worry about him coming up and vulturing carries out of, from Miles Sanders. I think the offensive line is set up to have a big year. They can stay healthy. So whoever's going to be the running back in Philly is going to be strong. But you might have to wait and see. Um, I'm worried about spending the draft capital on Miles Sanders that you need to to obtain him. Okay. I would take a flyer on Boston Scott late. Um, another guy I like, I think he's a good value, is Damian Harris. Now that the um, Patriots have traded Sonny Michelle out, I think it kind of shows you that they are they feel like they're set with this guy. So I like him a lot. Um so he's like 28th ranked. I think that's a great pick and somebody to call out because not even now that they've traded him out. Imagine that Cam Newton, whether he's outplayed, the New England Patriots want to go forward with the possible quarterback of the future where he just gets knocked out because he's hurt. Um, you got Mac Jones sitting there from Alabama as well. So he's looked good. He's throwing the ball strong. My point is if he becomes a starting quarterback from New England, you lose the the fear of Harris getting his touchdowns down at the goal line vultured by Cam Newton because he's much more active down at the goal line and running the ball in. 
So Damian Harris's uh, capital would go up because he's going to get the goal line carries. So I really like that. And I think that's the way it's going to go down in New England as we'll see how it progresses. You got to kind of guess some of this stuff. But I would I would move Damian Harris up the, the board a little bit uh, and try to snag him in your leagues. I think he'll be more valuable uh, midway through the season when Cam gets replaced. Um, do you have any thoughts on Trey Sermon? Because there's been a lot of talk. It's like from stuff I've read and on the radio and stuff about this guy. I don't trust any running back in San Francisco because Kyle Shanahan has a tendency to change things up. Um, week to week, you don't know who's going to be there. Some of that was dictated by injury last year. Um, yeah, but, but even when there weren't injuries, fan. I mean, I had one guy in my line. I don't remember who, but in my lineup and he didn't touch the ball. And he had played, had like an awesome week the week before. It was probably Mostert. Mostert came off that big Super like, Bowl game. And you think hell? that he would be afforded the when he's healthy, the opportunity to be the major running back in, a, in that program. So <laughs> the fact that, you know, that wasn't awarded to him by Shanahan has me scared as well. So I agree. I have no say. We'll have to see. Um, I think you get get him late, though. He's 39th on our pick mm-hmm. uh, list for running backs. Yeah, and I think at 43, I mean, Sonny Michelle, if he does have that starting job down, then that's a good spot for him. Let's get moving pretty quick because I know just from a fantasy perspective, if you're looking for guys who are calling out, I'll I'll go through my late running backs that I like. I love Leonard Fournette. He's ranked 30th. Um, I think you take a flyer on him late. If he doesn't really do anything, you're going to get him, you know, towards 10th, 11th round probably. Um, But you want to look for him. He had six touchdowns and he's looked like he started to get more involved in the offense last year towards the end. So we'll see with a tr- full training camp. Uh, remember he came in late into Tampa when he was acquired from Jacksonville. So he didn't have the training camp and be able to get the reps in. Um, he's going to have the full year this year. So I like Leonard Fournette. I like James Conner. We talked about him a little bit earlier in Arizona. He's moved from Pittsburgh to Arizona. He's going to be fighting for carries with Chase Edmonds, but I like the long-term prognosis for James Conner to be the starting back there. Um, I also like Sony Michelle. Uh, we talked about some trades. New England sent Sony Michelle uh, over to the Rams. So I think Sony Michelle will grab that job. Um, at least as we get into the season, he might not be the starter right away, but all signs are Sony Michelle taking over there and love the Rams offensive situation. Just looking real quick to see if there's anybody else. Do you have anybody else you want to call out? No, I've already flipped my page to wide receiver. All right, let's do it. All right. So wide receiver at the top of the list, we have Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf. I mean, they're all good guys. I guess you just take what you, you know, what you get um, based on your position there. Um, I like Stefan Diggs, probably the best out of the, that group. Um, I was actually surprised to see DeAndre Hopkins was the number 10 in fantasy points last year. But I guess he missed some time. I like Tyreek Hill. I think uh, you stick with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill to me, and, and maybe it didn't play out this so much last year. It's kind of like a little more like boomer boss. Like he has this monster game or he's kind of quiet. He's had a lot of legal problems. So I like a recently. little more consistency. I think things have been quiet on the home front for Tyreek Hill, at least. So maybe focus on football from the beginning, have a much quieter season from an off field perspective, which will translate into more points, more touchdowns on the field. So I do like I do like spending, you know, late first round, early second round on Tyreek Hill. Um, I don't know. You, who would you jump out? You said Stefan Diggs is who you would you would tag, right? Yeah. You like well, Buffalo I mean, obviously, Devontae Adams. You can't say anything negative about him. He had a great year last year. I worried previously about his health, but he seemed fairly healthy last year. So we go through the next guys, right? 
You tell me, you give me one name out of these next receivers. Did you include DJ Metcalf there on the yes, last I round? Did. All right. So start that. He was number five. Number six is Calvin Ridley. I want nothing to do with Calvin Ridley. Okay. Then AJ Brown in Tennessee, seven. I'm very surprised to see AJ Brown listed above Julio Jones. How about Justin Jefferson, eight? I had him last year. You can't go wrong. I think he was. And Keenan Allen, nine from the Chargers. One guy. No, if I Ridley. have to pick one? Ridley, Brown, Jefferson, Allen. Jefferson. All right. I would take Ridley. I love Ridley. 90 receptions, 1,300 yards last year. Nine, yeah, but that's when he's. 74 yards and nine touchdowns. I think uh, that number's going up, baby. No, it's gone down. Because they got rid of Julio. I mean, he's the Give number two to Julio. Give me an over-under on Calvin Ridley touchdowns this year. Less. Nine last year. Less. No, no. Okay. So let's say, how about eight and a half? Under. You say under eight and a half, $20. Over eight and a half. Boom. Write it down. All right. I love Ridley. Why do you love him so much? He's in. A, he's on a shitty team. Uh, I think that tight end is going to make a big difference. Pitts. I really do like Pitts, but I think that's between I mean, him I think and Cage. Cage. I think Cage. Gage. Is, Gage is going to. I said Gage, didn't I? No. <laughs> I think Cage Gage is going to step up and he's going to be a better tandem than between Gage and Ridley compared to Ridley and Julio. When you consider Julio had a lot of problems being on the field last year. So when they can come in, you know, as those two, I like. I disagree. I think they'll move the ball. I think he's going to struggle a lot more when he doesn't have Julio draw on the coverage on the other side of the field. All right. So I say Ridley, you say Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, I like AJ Brown a lot, but you got Julio there. I don't like Justin Jefferson, by the way, for the record. Why? I'm cold on him. That's because the whole draft thing, because you could have had him. They didn't pick him. That's not why. Same reason you hate Jared Goff is because of Carson Wentz. I don't like Minnesota this year. I don't like Minnesota either. But let's move on. So number 10 is Terry McLaren. Number 11 is Allen Robinson. 12 is CD Lamb. 13 is Mike Evans. Let's conclude 14, Robert Woods. All right, well, guys. I, I hate to steal your thunder here, but I'm taking Terry McLaurin and C.D. Lamb there. Oh, well, well, see, listen, I think that for anybody that listened last year, I think you could agree a lot. Most of the times, maybe 80, 90 percent were on the same wavelength, passionately about a position, either picking a game or a player. We're right. You know, it's just that we're not on the same page all the time. <laughs> so you have to decipher some of this. But this is a situation where we're both really hot on McLaren. I would jump up to take him. Uh, above a lot of the guys that we mentioned on that were ranked above him. I would also look for C.D. Lamb to have a big year this year. I think he gets a little more comfortable after uh, his f- freshman year in the league uh, where he had 74 yards, about 934, 74 receptions, 934 yards, and five touchdowns. So mm-hmm. I look for him to double. Well, that's uh, impressive because Dak missed what? Half yeah. the season? Yep. Um, he really leaned on him when he was in there, so. So, yeah, I mean, I think him and Terry McLaurin both did a lot with, you know, a assortment of quarterbacks. Um, so Terry has Ryan Fitzpatrick there now. If C.D. Lamb has Dak back, then they should be set up good. Um, right, so let's look the next the next guys between 15 and 26. We're not going to go through every player, but give me a guy that you're looking at or a couple guys. If there's anybody on the rest of this page that you would uh, consider drafting? Um, 
to be honest, there's not a whole lot in that area that I like. I don't like Mike Evans. I just think it's too crowded. I don't think he has the chemistry with Brady. Um, there's a lot kind of games of where very, you had like one reception, touchdown, like three Yeah, it was very touchdown dependent, um, which, I mean, I guess that's what you're looking for in fantasy, but. That, that makes me mad, though, because I historically, I love Mike Evans. I love Tom Brady. I wish they could get on the same page, just light it up. Well, I think there's something to be said for chemistry, and they don't. I don't think they have the chemistry. He had the chemistry with Jameis Winston. Um, I like Robert Woods. Um, probably the best out of this group. Amari Cooper's kind of boomer bust. I think Chris Godwin's kind of out of the mix. Well, the problem in Tampa Bay is you got Evans, you got Godwin. Godwin I mean, I'm still. Right? I'm have, gonna. I'm gonna stick with Antonio Brown. You got Antonio Brown. So who when the it hell comes gets the to ball? Have to How pick can a you receiver be so confident with Antonio Brown Lumen, who's a great late round uh pickup right um with him looming how can you confidently spend a second or third round pick on on either one of these receivers from tampa bay i also think robert woods i mean with the whole situation we were talking about with the rams anybody in a rams uniform get them just in case because i think they have a pretty shot at like setting records offensively with points deontay johnson is a guy that i have earmarked from uh pittsburgh it looked like he had a real good chemistry when him and ben uh were together last year he had 88 receptions for 923 yards, so just below 1,000. I think he st- takes a step above that. He had seven touchdowns. Where's Claypool on this list, Dan? Claypool is right below it. I mean, Deontay Johnson's ranked 21st. Claypool's ranked 31st. Hmm. So Claypool, another guy you got to worry about in that offense. Is he going to get the ball? Because he looked like he had a lot of talent. But he was another guy who kind of – he had a couple big games, but he wasn't consistent through the season. So well, and then what about – the wasn't Juju like – top 10 pick last year and he did Juju's nothing yeah so we all know juju took less money uh, oh, yeah. from other offers to go back to pittsburgh so we'll see what happens there what about odell beckham at 25 overall receiver i mean it seems very low for the talent but i know this might sound sophomore but I, when i think odell beckham i think save the drama for your mama i mean it's just so too much too much drama with Odell Beckham to even run the risk of him blowing up. Even if he's performing good, he's going to get a big head and, you know, something will happen off the field when and he won't be playing. Like, I, I have no faith that Odell Beckham will be relevant in this league again. I don't like him at all. I'd rather have a guy like Brandon Ayuk, um, who's moving into the number one spot in San Francisco. Um, I'd rather take a shot on a guy like that or DJ Moore uh, than Odell Beckham. I don't know. I mean, at that at that position i would probably take a flyer on him um i like devonta smith we're just going to kind of throw out names here as we go down and who was he i like devonta smith he is the heisman winner from alabama drafted in the first round of the philadelphia eagles okay number one rule for uh fantasy football don't be a homer i love him he's gonna be good he gets Uh, off the line quick he's gonna be good hurts is gonna be good Watch out. I like Debo uh, Samuel. So he's ranked 35th. Mm-mm. I do like him. Um, it's up to you whether you want to waste right above him. Catches my eyes. Michael Thomas. It's clearly well, what a do you do receiver. with Michael Thomas? I have no idea. I had him last year. I could probably never touch him again because it was just such a horrible disappointment. Um, I guess it depends on where you can get him, how much he slips. You know, nobody wants to be able to. Uh, I think you need to move your phone. The phone. All right, there you go. Um, I think I don't think that you want. Even if he comes back in mid October, you want to hold him for six weeks. You know, a dead roster spot. Unless you can get him on the back end, he's not really worth it. Debo Samuel's a guy I'd take a flyer on. 
He got injured last year, came back towards the end of the season, looked like he got right back in. He's one of these guys that heals quick and comes right back to, to form. So I love Debo Samuel. He slotted as the number two behind Ayuk, but I would rather actually skip on Ayuk, get Debo later. I think you'll get a lot more value there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of guys in this area that could could have big years. You just don't know. Like, what's going to happen in Jacksonville? I have no idea. Um, so... Antonio Brown. That's about all I got there. Um, tight ends. All right. Last position, tight end. Um, so obviously you have Travis Kelsey at the top kind of all by himself. Um, but I'm not willing to spend the pick or the cash on a tight end. Um, Darren Waller, I would imagine you'd have to kind of take pretty high too to get him yeah so let's say um, the top three and he was i mean Kelsey waller kittle right? do you know how many Studs? kittles no i don't call george kittle a stud do you know how many touchdowns george kittle had last year i was shocked like i had to check it three times well he got injured for a while like two three yeah two 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 is that a stud tight end he's injured well i don't care and the quarterback situation was awful garoppolo got hurt yeah but he was kind of the guy so I mean, even with the backups, he was the guy. So, yeah, I'm not wasting my time. Okay, fair there. enough. I will tell you my philosophy is get George Kittle early. And if you can get George Kittle, wait for Waller and Kelsey to go and then jump on Kittle if it makes sense where you're slotted in a draft board. I love Kittle. I think he's a huge bounce back year. Um, he's <laughs> if you've seen any pictures of him, he looks like he's slimmed down and gotten you know a lot more in shape. If that's possible, I think uh, Kittle is one of those guys I would not bet against. I would love to get him on my fantasy team. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's kind of tough. Like you're talking about this Kyle Pitts guy. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't draft him. Right. I wouldn't draft Kyle Pitts either. I mean, I do like. I think that he'll you know suck coverage to him, but I worry about spending too high of draft capital on Kyle Pitts, where you're going to have to take him, it's not worth the risk. I think you let somebody else take his flyer on that guy. A lot of people talking about TJ Hawkinson. I don't I don't like anything going on in Detroit, so I'm not wasting my time there. Um, Logan Thomas, I like a lot, and I think he's in a good spot there. Can he stay healthy? I think he's good, but can he stay Logan healthy? Logan Thomas? Be, yeah. Um, John U. Smith is interesting. I love him. I mean, they got... Johnu Smith and they got Hunter Henry. Are they trying to like bring back the two tight end Gronk Hernandez era type well, thing? If he's lucky, Johnu won't be the one that ends up in jail. My question there is, is Hunter Henry going to stay healthy and stay on the field to even allow that to happen? Um, I love Hunter Henry too, but I don't love him in this context. I think Johnu is the one that stays healthy. I think you you run the you roll the dice on Johnu. You maybe get Hunter Henry late. If you're looking for a backup tight end, it's a good guy to get. He's ranked 18th on the list, so you can easily get him. Guy like Irv Smith Jr., people are high like, on him. Well, I like him a lot because Rudolph's gone. Yeah, I do like him a lot too. Um, I think he could take a step up. Stole my thunder there. Oh, what? I'm sorry. I thought I didn't even think he was on your radar. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, what else you got on him? Oh, that's about it. And I'm that's surprised really... that you liked him. I figured, you know what? I assumed you wouldn't like him because you don't like Vikings. But you just said you like Justin Jefferson, but you hate Kirk Cousins so much. I hate Kirk Cousins, I do. Yeah, so it's just, it's shocking to me that you'd be on your radar, but I do um, like him. And then Gronk, I don't know what to do with Gronk. I mean, obviously last year it started out really slow. I mean, he kind of came on. <laughs> Put him in a body bag. After a while, but. He's um, I, I loved him last year, but I think, you know, 
how much can you get out of him this year? Get so many other options. So, I mean, at the end of the season, year. he wasn't that far down the list, but mm. there is a huge drop off from last year. Tra- Travis Kelsey to the rest of the tight ends too. So anybody else have a tight end? Um, that's really all I have on tight end. I mean, it's it's tough, but I would play the waiver wire on uh, the tight end position because somebody will come out. Are you glad we're doing this again? Yeah. You seem to be happy all day. Really? That's the reason why I agreed to come back for another year. Because you're on like cloud nine for like the day before, the day of, and like yeah. the day after. So Whatever. it's a win-win for me. Plus, it's fun doing it with you. Okay. Um, all right. So that'll do it for our draft. And we actually got it in in under 50 minutes, which is shocking because you... Uh... All right. So this is week one or the first episode of the year. Um, we're going to have a, we'll have two more episodes before the start of the season. No, no. No, Two no. more because next the next episode will be about the future plays. Uh who you know, receiving yards over or under, win totals over or under, things like that that you can you can go to your local Delaware park and uh put in bets on. And then the third episode before the season starts will be the week one intro where we'll have picks. We'll tell you what fantasy guys to sit and start. I'll give you our opinions there, but most importantly, we'll tell you who we like to win in the action. Uh, versus the spread. So if you do like those parlay cards, you can get in, get them in. Uh, we'll post those continuously this this year, every week um, on Saturday before Sunday's game. Okay. All right. Did you want to, oh, you're not prepared for the, I thought we were going to do outro music too. I'm not prepared. All right. I didn't know. We'll do that next week. Though. All right. We'll see All you right. soon. Peace out.